Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to Southeastern 14's SEC Daily, where we discuss happenings in Southeastern Conference football. I'm your host, Chris Lee. I think I'm going to be doing this solo today. My man, Blake Lovell, was supposed to join me, but he's got construction in his house, and it is hard to hear. Uh, I've heard it on the phone for myself, so I think it's just going to be me today, and today's topic is going to be twofold. It is going to be the college football playoff rankings, what they mean, particularly what they mean for SEC teams, and down a little further, what they mean for bowls and the bowls that the SEC is tied into. So we will get to that shortly. A reminder, always looking for sponsors, email caroline.smith at southeastern14 if you're interested. The show is sponsored today by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling. College basketball is, is here as well. And boy, do we have some interesting games in the SEC. Kentucky and Kansas last night was a real thriller for sure. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL. College football, UFC, NHL, all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That is B L E A V. I think that is in all caps to get your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. Hey, hey, no surprise. We got Missouri fans in the chat already. It's been a daily happening here. Guess what, Mizzou? We're going to get to you in a minute because uh, you got some significant news last night, in my opinion, and, and we will talk about that. But first, uh, we, we did a prediction show on what we thought the committee might do yesterday as Gavin Schoenwald joined me. And we got, we got some of it right. We missed on some things, but the, the thing that we got right came right off the top, and that was Georgia jumping Ohio State for the number one spot. Um, we had said that we thought that those wins over Ole Miss and Missouri and a road win at Auburn that's looking a little bit better, and, and for that matter, a win over a bowl-eligible Kentucky team might help Georgia. We we said, now look, if Georgia keeps winning, this is going to be no contest because they win at Knoxville next week or this weekend uh, compared to a win if Ohio State gets it at home over Minnesota, much better win there. Um, and then I think, you know, Michigan is favored Ohio State right now. So it felt like this was an inevitable flip between Georgia and Ohio State. Felt to us like the case could be made to make that flip now, the uh, the committee agreed with that. The other thing I thought we might see, we had predicted Washington to flip Florida State for that four spot. Again, it's, it's really not going to matter in a lot of ways because I think if Washington wins out, it's going to get in the playoff. But 
Florida State, which I don't think is going to lose again, between its regular season schedule remaining and a title game, which I think is going to be against Louisville. I don't think that's official yet, but it's going to be tough not to see Louisville is, is the matchup there. Um, I don't know who else it would be at this point. But in any case, we had said we thought Washington, by virtue of, of better wins and their best four, were against teams that are all in the playoff right now. Oregon at Southern Cal, Utah, Arizona. I think Southern Cal actually fell out of it, so my apologies there. But in any case, that that's four wins against teams that are either in the playoff rankings, the top 25, or were there if you include Southern Cal. Florida State, okay, they've beaten LSU on a neutral field, and that's it. No, no other wins inside the top 25 of the college football playoff. Usually the committee goes resume, but but sometimes the committee says, we just think that team is that good. Uh, and in that case, uh, Penn State would be a good analogy there at the number three spots. Penn, or excuse me, Michigan is what I meant. Michigan has won at Penn State. Other than that, not a lot of wins in note for the Wolverines. But the committee said, we think that's a strong team. And if you go back and you listen to Boo Corrigan's language when they talked about Florida State, sounded like they used a lot of eye tests stuff there to separate between Florida State and Washington. It doesn't matter right now, but it gives you a little bit of insight into what the committee is thinking, perhaps. And so Florida State stays at four, Washington at five, six, seven, and eight, just as we had guessed. And we we told you some scenarios where you, you could see that flip. It looks to me like Texas right now probably got a better resume than Oregon. You could argue it for sure. But I think committee went eye test there, kept Oregon at six, kept Texas at seven, and really no choice but to keep Alabama at eight because, again, they're close. Computer rankings got them is about the same team. Alabama's a little stronger than that, but Texas went and won at Alabama and won decisively. So don't know how you can move Alabama ahead of Texas. And that is exactly the way the committee saw it. All right, now for Missouri. And I know you guys are waiting for this. We had Missouri 10 yesterday. Well, the committee surprised me a little bit and put Missouri at nine. And when I say surprise, that, that's not me saying that it is undeserved because I think I would take Missouri to Louisville right now if those two teams played on a neutral field. Computers now have Missouri as a better team than Louisville. As I've been saying all along with this Missouri team, I thought the computers and the odds makers had this team undervalued all year. They keep playing a little bit better than people expect them to play, which tells me they have undervalued them. I'm, I'm sure Missouri fans in the chat are not going to disagree with me on that, and, and I don't think they should. But the thing that we have said, and this is where you saw a little bit of a philosophical shift in the rankings this week. Now throw Tulane out of it because Tulane is outside the power structure and the committee has recognized that. But the, the number to the right of the dash so far has been pretty significant. Again, just to recap, your top five teams in the rankings this week, all unbeatens. Your teams six, seven, and eight, all one-loss teams. I, I thought based on the way the committee had done things, I thought Louisville would be nine. Missouri would probably be the best of the two lost teams at 10. That is not what the committee did. The committee actually had Missouri with that win, and it was a dominant win over Tennessee in Columbia. 
jump Louisville. Now, look, I again, I think it's defensible. You compare best wins. Uh, the committee has got Tennessee ranked ahead of Notre Dame. That's the best win for both those teams, respectively. Missouri beating Tennessee, Louisville beating Notre Dame. Notre Dame is what? 19 in the playoffs. Tennessee is 18. Next best win. Missouri's beaten Kansas State, which is where? 21 in the playoff. Louisville's next best win over Duke, not in the playoff. Uh, third best wins, NC State on the road for Louisville at Kentucky for Missouri. Uh, we can go on, but I think at that point it becomes irrelevant. But I think what was significant here, and you saw this a little later down the top 25, where it's relevant because it, it's going to impact bowl selection potentially. So I, I think what the committee did was it said, we see Missouri, even though it's got two losses, as a stronger team than Louisville. I didn't think the committee would do it because it had done it so far. Now, look, you're dealing with a smaller sample size, and November is when a disproportionate number of key games are played. Uh, you know, we, we go six, seven games a lot of times without any of these ranked teams in the top half of the poll playing much of anybody. You know, that's been Michigan's schedule all year. So the committee always has to decide, is resume louder? Is it what we think of a team when we watch them play and the, the dominance that team shows, which I think it's hard to know how dominant a team is until it plays somebody, but that is a balancing act the committee tries to do every week. It says, are we going to go with resume? Are we going to go with perceived strength? And, and which of those two is loudest? So the committee made kind of an important flip here, putting a two-loss Missouri team ahead of a one-loss Louisville team. Uh, SEC teams, you saw LSU jump from 19 to 15. LSU was the highest-ranked third-loss team. And, again, this is where the, the flip got kind of significant. Uh, it's now ahead of Iowa. Iowa was 22 last week, LSU 19. So I guess the committee had already made that flip anyway. And it's going on strength of teams. And I think LSU's losses – are all the, all the top 10 teams on the road? Let, let me unpack and make sure I got that right. Yeah, loss at Ole Miss, loss at Alabama, and loss to Florida State. That wouldn't be a road game, but it would be a neutral site. That game was, I believe, in Orlando. So certainly more favorable, I would think, for Florida State travel. Yeah, it would be because I, I know geographically where those schools are. So Two and a half road losses, the two two losses on the road in true road environments to top ten teams, and another one to Florida State in Florida State's state. So, yeah, I guess that flip had been made, putting LSU ahead of Iowa last week. Uh, other stuff: Ole Miss drops from nine to thirteen. Not surprising. Penn State one spot ahead of Ole Miss. Oregon State two spots ahead of Ole Miss. Oregon State and Washington, by the way, they play this weekend. That'll be kind of interesting. Oklahoma at 14, SEC school next year. Um, I, I could argue Oklahoma maybe a little bit higher, but the committee stuck with, with that. I, I think Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma getting back into the Big 12 title race, not that it was ever out, uh, but putting itself in better position between what it did and, and what happened elsewhere. Watch out for that one. Oklahoma-Texas rematch in the Big 12 title game. That, that's a tougher road for Texas than the Oklahoma State matchup that it was tracking to be. Oklahoma State, by the way, stayed in at, at 23 right now. Computers don't think they're nearly that good. 
But in any case, uh, so you got Ole Miss going from nine to thirteen, LSU going from nineteen to fifteen with that win over Florida, and the Tennessee fell all the way from thirteen to eighteen. And again, I think that was a style points thing. It wasn't losing to Missouri, but it was losing badly to Missouri. Uh, you lose by 30 points on the road, whatever the margin of victory was there. No, no shame in losing to Missouri, but t- Tennessee's got questions about that loss and, and of course, the, the whole thing that we have continued to unpack with the balls in, in terms of playing on the road has been, been an issue. Only time that's gone well for Tennessee this year has been Kentucky. I'm, I'm presuming the committee has, has looked at that. Now, look, Tennessee beats Georgia this weekend. <laughs> the Vols can start climbing back up uh, some some projections here and improving their bowl status, but that, that feels like a, a tall order. All right, speaking of bowl status, I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But first of all, a reminder, our show also sponsored by MyPerfectFranchise.net and my good friend Andy Ludicky. Are you sick of working for someone else? Are you looking for a better life that you can live on your terms? Andy Ludicky of MyPerfectFranchise.net is the man you want to call. He'll help you find the perfect franchise based on your goals, your dreams, your skills, and your financial requirements. In other words, your personalized American dream. What Andy does is he has got a working relationship with a number of franchises He spends a lot of time with you. He sits down. He gives you a questionnaire that is free, gets to know you and what you're wanting from life and what you have to offer. He then takes that against the franchises that he has agreements with and recommends a placement with the right one, hooks you guys up, and he's not looking to do that just to get a bigger commission here rather than there. He's looking to really meet your goals and your dreams and suit your family. Andy Ludeke is a friend of mine. Call him 404-973-9901. Fill out a free questionnaire. Get started and tell him you heard about my perfect franchise here at Southeastern 14. Okay, Bulls. At this point, Georgia it wins out, or I think, frankly, if Alabama wins out and beats Georgia, I do think the SEC is going to get a team in the playoff. It's hard for me to imagine the SEC not getting a team in the playoff unless, say, Georgia loses to Tennessee this weekend. Well, I don't know. I I could go on a bunch of scenarios. I'm not going to do that. I just think – I'll just put it here. I I think that the SEC is going to get one team in the playoff. Could get two, but but I think that's very doubtful. It it would take some happenings elsewhere and would run out of time for that. But you never know. These things always – end in, in pretty wild fashion. I'm going to go ahead. You've seen a lot of people slot Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, projecting the Bulldogs to win the SEC. I think that is what will happen. So let's go ahead and slot Georgia in the Sugar Bowl for the time being. Now, the New Year's Six, the playoff rankings have, have some influence with that. Um, you got two teams that get New Year's Six Bowls based on the rankings. Alabama, Missouri right now. Again, I think Alabama is going to win out with the exception of the SEC title game. I think Missouri is going to win out. Missouri's final two games are Florida this weekend and at Arkansas. Missouri gets 10-2. and You're not keeping the Tigers out of a New Year's Six Bowl, nor should you. So you got three bowls to pick from here, and I'm seeing these teams projected uh, all over the place. I've seen Alabama in the Orange Bowl. That, That probably makes a lot of sense to me. 
Uh, Missouri, I've seen in the Cotton Bowl or the Peach Bowl. Probably the Cotton makes a little more sense. I, I think that's probably more drivable from Columbia. It's more of a Midwestern thing. You got your old Big 12 ties, if that matters for anything. Geographically, probably a better fit. But I think right now, you're seeing Alabama, Missouri projected in two of those three New Year's Six Bowls. Uh, so I, I think that is how it is going to shape out. I think that you will see Missouri and Alabama in either the orange, the cotton, and the peach in some combination. All right, the other bowls. Right now, based on the rankings and based on what I think is going to happen, I think Ole Miss is going to beat Louisiana Monroe this weekend, maybe get Jackson Dart to rest, play Spencer Sanders. Don't think it's going to matter. ULM is a bottom five team in the power five. So I, I think Missouri, excuse me, <laughs> we've been talking a lot of Missouri. It, it's on the brain now. I, I think that at this point, I expect Ole Miss to win out. I expect Ole Miss to beat Monroe and Mississippi State pretty handily. Pretty significant talent advantage. Look, the Egg Bowl, you just don't ever know. State could be up for that game, but you got a coaching change. you got all kinds of stuff there. They can't find a quarterback, although they'll have Will Rogers back by then. So that's that's your caution if you're an Ole Miss fan, is playing the Egg Bowl with their best quarterback healthy, which I think he'll try to be. So I still think Ole Miss is going to win out, go 10-2. and two. Citrus Bowl would be a pretty a pretty good landing spot at this point if you're projecting out. Now, ReliQuest Bowl, that used to be the Outback Bowl. I think LSU would be a pretty good fit there at this point. LSU has got Georgia State this weekend and AM. I would look for LSU to win out. I think a 9-3 and three LSU team would be super attractive. You might have the Heisman Trophy winner in Jaden Daniels. What what would be not to like about that? I think right now ReliQuest Bowl and LSU looking like a pretty good match. Now we got a bunch of bowls left. We got Duke's Mayo, we got the Gator, we got the Texas Bowl, we got the Liberty Bowl, we got the Music City Bowl, and we might have the Birmingham Bowl. I'll get to that in just a minute. But those are the next five in some order. And and this is what I think. Duke's Mayo right now feels like Kentucky. Kentucky, I think this weekend, Kentucky may be, I don't know, if I had to guess individual outcomes of games right now, I'm thinking Kentucky's going to be a 6-6 six and six team. Um, which would, would probably rule out the Gator Bowl. Uh, Kentucky was in the Music City Bowl the last two years. Don't think they're going back to that. So, take... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And the pieces here, and the pieces here are Kentucky, Tennessee, A&M, Auburn, and I missed somebody here. I think South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina could be other team here, but you've got Dukes, Mayo, Gator, Texas, Liberty, Music City. To me, I think the easiest match at this point would be Tennessee. 
Tennessee, I think, is going to be a good eight and four team, a team that's top 15 in the computers. Um, you know, eight and four, the Gator might like a better record, but Tennessee's attractive. They'll travel to that. They're a good team. They can put points up, they can defend. Tennessee's going to be a better team than that eight and four record indicates if it plays out like I think it will. So I, th- I say we put Tennessee in the Gator Bowl at this point. Texas Bowl. Hey, AM's Bowl eligible. Let's let's just slot them there at this point. Uh, the Music City Bowl again. I don't think that they're going to send Kentucky to that for another year because they've been a lot lately. But I tell you, who's an attractive candidate? I think Auburn's a super attractive candidate for the Music City Bowl. And I'll give you a couple reasons why. And and I'm biased; it's my hometown, but I know a lot of Auburn people in this town. Auburn's not too far from Nashville. It's maybe five hours, I guess. Maybe a little bit more. A lot of alums here. Auburn will travel. Hugh Freeze has got people excited. That's a good bowl game. That's an attractive bowl game. Hey, if you're a fan, who wouldn't want to travel to Nashville around New Year's? I mean, just just go downtown and look. There's a lot of people that would sign up for that. So I think Auburn in the Music City Bowl makes a lot of sense. I think, again, A&M, Texas Bowl. Stick in your backyard. Make a good hire, get people excited. I think that could be an attractive matchup for the Texas Bowl uh, draw big there. I, I don't think Kentucky, I don't know how excited Kentucky fans at six and six would be to travel. I think Kentucky probably gets either the Dukes Mayo or the Liberty. And then you've got three teams. You've got South Carolina's got a chance to get bowl eligible, Florida's got a chance to get bowl eligible. Mississippi State has got a chance to get bowl eligible. So you got at that point um, either Liberty or Dukes Mayo to play with after you've assigned Auburn to Nashville, Texas A&M to the Texas Bowl, and Tennessee to the Gator Bowl. You could stick Kentucky either in the Dukes Mayo Bowl or the Liberty Bowl, one of the two. And then at that point, you've got South Carolina, Florida, Mississippi State trying to get eligible. Now, I think South Carolina's got the best chance of those three. I think South Carolina beats Kentucky this weekend. And I think South Carolina can beat Clemson next weekend. Did it last year in Clemson. If they beat Kentucky, they're going to be sky high for that game. Clemson's expectations, hey, they want to be playing for playoffs. Now, that rivalry game with Carolina is going to be important to them too. But we have seen Shane Beamer work his magic in November before a couple of times. I think that if I'm going to say between Florida, Mississippi State, South Carolina, who's got a chance to be bowl eligible, the best chance? I'm going to go South Carolina. Now, all these teams have tough paths. Florida, I, I, I don't see Florida winning at Missouri and beating Florida State. Could happen. But I'm, I'm not seeing it at this point. And then you've got Mississippi State, who I think will beat what well, they've got Southern Miss this weekend. But Ole Miss game, we – We've unpacked that already. I, I I just do not see Mississippi State getting bowl eligible. I think that Ole Miss win is, is going to be too tough a hill to climb. So, you know, Florida, I take that. Florida's five and five. So, Florida's only got one more win to get to. Um, could Florida win at Missouri or against Florida State? Yeah, could. W- would I bet on that happening? I don't think. So, I think what's going to happen If you're going to get another SEC team in there, I like South Carolina's chances the best based on who it plays and based on the way this team finishes the season. 
again, we got recent history to back us up on that. I think that of the three teams has the best chance. Arkansas got into six losses, Vanderbilt at nine losses, so they are ineligible. And I don't think I'm forgetting anybody else at this point. Yeah, I think that's it. So to, to recap, here's, here's the way that I see it. I think you're going to see Georgia in the playoff in the Sugar Bowl. I think Alabama and Missouri get New Year's Six Bowls. That looks like orange, cotton, peach in some order. Two of those three bowls, I think you'll see Alabama and Missouri in two, of, in two of those three. Citrus Bowl, again, looks like Ole Miss right now. ReliQuest, to me, looks a lot like LSU. Tennessee to the Gator, even with four losses, makes sense. AM to the Texas Bowl makes sense. Auburn to Music City makes sense. Slot, um, you know, Kentucky to Liberty. If South Carolina gets bowl eligible, remember the Dukes Mayo Bowl last time Shane Beamer went there? That's more proximate than the Carolinas. So I would say let's go bold. Let's call for South Carolina to get bowl eligible and go to the Dukes Mayo Bowl. And then let's slot Kentucky in the Liberty Bowl. All right. Add your thoughts in the comments if you like. Um, I'm going to scroll those quickly before we end. A lot of Missouri fans in the chat. You know what? I'm happy for you guys. You've had a nice season. You guys have worn the disrespect card all season, except for here. We said before the season, I, I picked Missouri as my surprise team. And, and, and let me tell you, that's pan out even better than I knew. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I think Bama beats Georgia in an upset, knocks the dogs out of the playoffs. Now that would be interesting because I think Georgia, a one loss Georgia, I think could get to the playoff, but I think that one loss would need, need to be against Tennessee this weekend. I, I don't see Alabama beating Georgia because at that point you kind of have to take Alabama as the SEC champion. A one-loss Georgia sitting there competing with probably an unbeaten Florida State team, an unbeaten Ohio State or Michigan team. I think it's going to be Michigan. So that's two that you're probably not going to get right there. You got the Big 12 champion. Now, look, if that's if that's Oklahoma, then you got a problem. I don't know what just happened here on my screen. So you you got to compete with whatever goes on in the Big 12, whatever goes on in the Pac-12. I just think it's going to be really tough for the SEC to get two in. Uh, and unbeaten Georgia is obviously going to be slam dunk. One loss Alabama and Georgia would be interesting. I just think there's too many other teams with good cases, in particular Oregon. I think Oregon is going to wind up winning the Pac-12 and either getting in the playoff or having a really good case for it. So we'll see what happens. All right, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Uh, I think tomorrow's our bowl predictions day with Gavin Schoenwald. Uh, we've got basketball content coming up at some point. We're going to try to do something this morning, uh, but life kind of got in the way there. So we're going to do some basketball content coming soon. Stay up and watch Kansas and Kentucky last night. That was an interesting game. Had some observations from that. So we'll get to those sometime. <laughs> Dr. Gonzo wants me to say, Chris, just say it. George is the best. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to argue that right now. George is the best, but you know what? Alabama's making it more interesting. A lot of us would have thought after that Texas loss. And that's what we're here for. We're here for interesting. 
Hope you guys found this interesting. If you did, hit the like button, tell a friend. Uh, those things help our channel. If you haven't subscribed, please do that. And if you want to know when we're going live, hit that notifications button. Uh, we're going live the next couple of days, Thursday and Friday at 11 Central. We'll do something probably Saturday night after the games are played. I'll be out of town, but I'll take my stuff with me and try to do that from, from where I'm going to be. And again, uh, it's a good way to get all your basketball content, all that stuff that we do, and even, even baseball is what we do. Um, Tyler Todd asking if Drink is coach of the year. Well, you know, we'll answer that in another show. There's still some games to be played. But anyway, God bless you guys. Have a great day. And thank you for watching Southeastern 14 presented by Bet Online. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.